Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Retailers are say there's been an explosion in shoplifting over the past two years and a number of shop owners are actually meeting with TDs today to discuss the issues from shoplifting on their businesses. This meeting's currently happening at the Committee of Enterprise, Trade and Employment. Take a listen to Tara Buckley. She's from Retail Grocery and the Allied Trades Association. They represent about 4,000 grocery stores across the country. And she told the Oireachtas Committee today about the shocking abuse workers face. Our members and their staff have been hit, kicked, beaten, spat at, stabbed with knives or syringes and shot at in the course of their work. There is a significant level of personal risk when seeking to protect your property. And for many, that personal risk is at a level where it is causing them to question the wisdom of continuing to expose themselves to this level of risk. So I want to talk to retailers. I want to talk to shop workers today about what you've experienced, what you face day to day going into work. Paul Gallagher owns a number of Skechers stores around the country and also the Asic store on Henry Street in Dublin. Paul, we might talk about shoplifting in a more general sense in a moment, but... The image of your shop from the 23rd of November during the Dublin riots, I mean, it's nearly, you know, synonymous now with what happened that night. Can you tell us about what happened in the ASIC shop that night? I can indeed. I'd just like to clarify it. So I have a business partner, Sunil Luciana. Both of us own the stores, but that's fine. I just want to clarify that. Okay. Um, on, on the night, uh, we were in uh, London uh, at the Rolling Stone Awards, courtesy of Skechers, and both to have a great evening. And the, the images start come flooding through, and we were absolutely disgusted with what we saw. Uh, we immediately concerned about the welfare of our staff, both in our Essex store in O'Connell Street and our, our flagship store down in Henry Street, Skechers store. Um, and to, thankfully, all our staff did get home safely. Um, but I mean, it's absolutely shocking. I mean, these were just low life thugs, opportunists. Um, that started uh, on uh, some kind of a social media frenzy and um, what they took and how they took it and the damage they inflicted. Every single window in the store, the ASIC store, was broken. Uh, And they're all toughened glass windows and we haven't got the bill in yet, but they've they've all had to be replaced and just tens of thousands of euro, I'd say, there. They cleaned out the whole shop floor of every piece of stock, practically. They broke the tills, the cash, the, um, the drawers, the everything, iPads. Uh, they just did random havoc on the shop floor and then went downstairs to proceed to half clear out the stockroom of runners and all sorts of stuff and wreaked a lot of havoc on the way. But, I mean, the next day... We flew back from London early to, to, to find out what happened. And we said, guys, we made a pact. We said, we're not going to be beaten by these guys. We're going to open, reopen this store within a week. And we did. We opened it the following Friday. And I think nice. the Dublin customer has shown tremendous resilience because this week our traffic is up 22% or something on this day, this week last year. So the Dublin consumer has said to these guys, you're not going to rule our lives. You're not going to tell us how and where and when we shop. And I think it's a, it's a great sign of the resilience and uh, the tenacity of the Irish slash Dublin yeah. consumer. 
And the support as well, Paul, because for yourself and your um and, and your, your your co-owner as well, like sure coming into two weeks out from December, Black Friday, you know, the the extent of the the loss of, of damage um for you, for the staff is is huge. Sorry, no, but it was more than that because okay, so we have a Sketcher store on, on Henry Street, and we have a we have about ten stores within an hour of there. Okay, so what happened was the Good Friday, we obviously didn't do any sales or business for a week in the Asics store because it was wrecked. But there was a knock-on effect. Henry Street did practically nothing on Good Friday or the Saturday because people were afraid to come into town. Now we had. We have stores in Blanchardstown, Liffey Valley, and uh, Swords and Tala and all that Dundrum. We had six staff in Blanchardstown, five staff in Liffey Valley, four staff in Swords, four staff in Tala that never came into work because there were non-nationals on Black Friday. Because, and some of them didn't come in on Saturday as well because they were simply af- they were afraid mm. to come into work. They were concerned about their safety on public transport coming into work after the frenzy of the Thursday night. Yeah. And that's sad. I mean, uh, our staff, who are primary concern, have an absolute right to come to work and go from work in safety. And I think the, the fact that a lot of them didn't turn up because they were too afraid to do so. Um, but it comes all back to the, the justice system and it, how it's not fit for purpose. One, I don't think there's enough Gardaí in the streets. But two, even the Gardaí are very disillusioned uh, with the justice system because they arrest this guy, they bring him in, and now all of a sudden he's back out again. Like the 34 guys that were arrested uh, on that night are will are on bail till February. So why aren't they locked up for okay. Christmas? Why is this soft do you, do good or thing? You know, it's it's not yeah, going to so, stop yeah, until yeah. someone the, the government seriously don't have a grasp on this. Do, do you think, just aside from that, Paul, do you think the government understand the issues that retailers are facing? Because some of your, you know, your your counterparts and, and colleagues are before the committee actually as we speak today, you know, to highlight some of the issues. But, but, but do you think they understand the extent of it? I don't think they have any understanding of it, of the severity of it. Yes, they give you all the platitudes and all the soft talk, but they don't. Like, we are getting robbed every week. On O'Connell Street in the Asics store, I can tell you. It's that, every right? week, Paul. Is it? It's every week you're getting robbed. Sure, a pair of Asics runners right? easily somewhere yeah, between eighty yeah. to hundred quid, probably. Well, every week, up to two hundred and fifty if you're a specialist one. I mean, they're yeah. robbing to order now. They're actually stealing to order, right? And this this whole revolving door justice system. If the guards put them away, the justice system must do something about it. The judicial system, and I want to only compete myself, is not fit for purpose because the government are going around with their head in the sand. They need to wake up and smell the coffee and stop giving all the platitudes and, oh, we'll do this and we're looking at that. They're looking at it. I was on national radio a year ago saying that there was a tinderbox stone around O'Connell Street, Henry Street, D1 area. And, I mean, there's an element of it up around Grafton Street, too, to be fair, but not, not as severe in any shape or form. They're openly dealing drugs in the streets outside the GPO. There's a, a shoplifting pandemic, I would call it, and, or epidemic, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And we need someone to sort out inner city Dublin. I mean, a lot of the other cities have issues as well, but it's particularly okay. bad down there. And it's, it's like, you know, if, for instance, if they were given sentences that had a value, so if you were shoplifting, you get a minimum of a year to three years or something like that. And also if you're, 
if your dole or your allowance, if you were on the social welfare, got cut for three months or got 50% cut for six months, I don't know. You know, there has to be. There is no consequence. That's why the lawlessness is out there. I mean, you see the young teenage guys mugging tourists and all that. There is, they're fearless. There's no penalty. There's no penalty or consequences of any grade value. And the government really, really needs, I stress, need to get a grasp on that. Paul, I, I think, uh, you know, I think there'll be a lot of people who'll probably agree, you know, with your, your sentiment today and, and, and what happened to you and your colleagues in, 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 in Henry Street um, and in some of your other stores as well around Dublin. Like, it was absolutely shocking what happened on the 23rd of November. Can I just ask you, Paul, sorry, just on that, um, had you staff in, in like, were there staff still in the shop in the Asic store in Henry Street at the time when no, no we, we had just managed to evacuate them. They just got out. We got, yeah, we just got out, and then thankfully so, and that's a blessing, and we were so yeah. grateful for that because, I mean, our staff would, again, as I said earlier, at this very start of the programme, our staff and their safety and, and their right to travel to and from work safely, like, that's not a, that's not a, 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 a situation that we want to live in. That's not, you know, Dublin does not want to become no-go zones here and there. And I said a year ago that there was a danger of some parts of Dublin becoming close to a no-go zone. And it is now. No-go zone. Paul, the shop is back open. You're doing business. Um, but your message, I suppose, to, to those in government today? Go flat. I mean, look, it's blatantly obvious. The dogs in the street know exactly what's wrong. And the guards, I've spoken to a few of them, they know exactly who the perpetrators are. They know the persistent uh, shoplifters, the semi-professional and professional ones. They know exactly who they are. But the guy is like with 27 convictions going up before the court or 72 convictions going up before the court. Like, how does a fella get 72 convictions and go up before the court? Like, lads, come on. Like, every, you know, people are paying their taxes and that. The shoppers and the general public in Dublin have a right to live their life in peace and tranquility and not be looking over their shoulder every time they go over a canal bridge. Michelle McBride is on the line as well, Paul. Michelle is the uh, Director of Retail for Butler's Chocolates uh, around the country. Michelle, like as Paul described, is it an epidemic of shoplifting that we're dealing with? Yes, um, I, I would I would agree with a lot of what Paul has said. Um, we have nine stores in the city centre, um, on the north side and the south side of the city centre. I would definitely agree that the north inner city is more problematic than the south inner city, um, but the city centre in general is a challenge. Um, I, In my mind, all I, the, the words that Paul is using, like no consequences, fearlessness, um, open drug dealing, um, like a lot of the issues in my mind are, are, are drugs related. And I actually think that's the crux of, of the problem in the city centre that's not been dealt with. Um, you know, we, we have, a, a, quite, we're, we're a chocolate shop um, selling coffee and, and chocolates. So our, our, our ticket item is very low compared to, to Paul's business or any of the electronic retailers who, who also have been mm. hit hard Do with you know, a lot of... I was of, just uh, thinking price. that, Michelle. Like, would you have so, daily, you know, or, or how frequent is the shoplifting you're dealing with? Definitely weekly, um, and in in particular in the north inner, inner city. And it's not really, it's just that whole um, 
fearlessness, like I'll just, you know, grab a few things. It's not even about the the value of the item or the need for the item. It's just, it's it's just the effect of drugs. When Paul just mentioned there about previous convictions, we had a, a, an incident in one of our stores um, a few weeks ago and um, the the perpetrator was a female uh, perpetrator and she was quite aggressive and, and um, violent actually in the store, throwing things around. And, and the guardie did arrive and when they arrived and they arrested her and she had 146 previous convictions. Um, and she was 146 and she was taken away and she was back in the store the next day. So, you know, I so That's I totally infuriating agree for, for you and your staff, Michelle. <laughs> and very, very threatening uh, for our staff. As Paul says, everybody, you know, retailers in the city centre, you know, we're all trying to, to do our best and we're trying to protect our staff as well and, and create... The workplace should be a safe environment for people. They should feel safe coming and they have a right to do that. The public transport hubs are another major problem area, I think, in the city centre. You know, the, the main train stations, the Lewis stops, the bus stations, some of them. Um, and people need to use public transport to get to work. And if they don't feel safe in those... And in fact, when the riots uh, occurred uh, two weeks ago, there was an awful lot of talk through social media of targeting train stations um, and dart stations. And there was, you know, there was a lot of fear around that for people trying to go to work as well, because they felt it was outwardly said that they were going to be areas uh, that were targeted. Um, but I think I think it's time for the government. to. I think the Gardaí are, you know, there are Gardaí on the streets mm-hmm. now. I've just been in Dublin one this morning myself. They are trying, but I think a lot of their time is soaked into dealing with with the drugs issue and moving people on and aiding people. The Gardaí should be dealing with crime. That That's their role in society, you know, and they should not be drug, dragged into... They shouldn't, we shouldn't have the amount of drugs-related incidents as we do in the city okay. centre. And the city, the government and the city council and the, the authorities need to work together to remove that problem from the city centre and make it a safe place for tourists and shoppers yeah. and, okay. and Dublin people. I see a text from a listener who says shoplifters should be named and shamed. Posters up in the shops, caught once, your photograph goes up in the window, you're barred from the shop, nothing happens to shoplifters. Do you know, I actually saw that in a garage uh, recently. I won't name where I spotted it, but I, I did see <laughs> some one retailer is uh, is operating that system anyway. Shane Gleeson runs five spa shops across Limerick City. Shane, like, how bad is the shoplifting situation with you? Uh, I don't think we're anywhere near as bad as the, as Paul is experiencing in Dublin now, but we would have seven or eight incidences a day in the two shops in town. Uh, and as the lad said, um, the softly, softly approach is not working. The, we're seeing the same guys back again and again. Even when they're arrested, they're taken away. The same guys back that afternoon or the but next morning. But you're still morning. dealing, sorry, uh, you're still dealing with seven or eight a day across your stores and you, and you don't, you don't think that's that bad? We're not as bad as Dublin. I don't think. Um, no, we're bad enough. Like, I have a staff member in court today giving evidence uh, because he was threatened in the shop, outside the shop, and in his home. Uh, and he wasn't even preventing shoplifting. He was preventing the abuse of another staff member. Um, and those people then thought it was okay to go to his house 
um, and threatened to cut his throat in, in his own house. So we, we have that level of intimidation going on as well. Uh, but right. no, I have to say, in that case, the guards are prosecuting. It is going ahead. Okay. But in the vast majority of cases, I'm seeing the same people back every single day. Um, and it's it's just a revolving door. They're, they're in, they're out. Uh, and what we're told is that there's nowhere to put them. Uh, but that's not good enough. Staff are entitled to work in a safe environment. Uh, and that's not the case, I think, anywhere in the country at the moment. You know, we're, we're not... It's it's not safe uh, in a lot of the retail uh, city centre units. And uh, something has to be done. In the UK, they've brought in a new legislation to make it a specific offence to assault or, or threaten a retail worker within the work environment. And I think we could do with doing the same thing here. It should be a specific offence uh, and quite strict. You know, if you're if you're behind the counter, you're a sitting duck, uh, and we need some protection with the law. And we're finding at the moment when they come in and intimidate us. There's nothing really that they can be charged with uh, or nothing happens and they're, they're back again the next day and the next day doing the same thing again. Uh, and that's not OK. No, I mean, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty incredible. And I mean, you see the, the UK, you know, taking, taking the lead like that as well, Shane. Paul, just mm. finally, would you agree with Shane? Like, is that the sort of initiative we need? Okay, well, I do. And there's one other thing I forgot to add. Uh, there's a BBC programme being done in Dublin next week. I, I'm going to be on it and Michelle is going to be on it and Jean McCabe, who's also a board member of Retail Elections, will be on it. But BBC are flying a crew in the air next week to uh, uh, discover the extent of the issue in Dublin. So if it's BBC consider it important or serious enough to send a crew for three days to Dublin next week to cover the source of the riots and the conditions which we're trading in, I think that sums up is, yeah. how serious the problem is and how out of touch the government are completely. With. And stronger legislation for, for shop, shop workers dealing with... Yeah. An- and, and But I mean, stronger legislation, Michelle is right, I mean, stronger legislation for the drugs-related in- incidents and strong, you know, anti-social behaviour and everything that's connected with it and shoplifters, stronger legislation People have a right to live and work and safety. Okay. Well, listen, Paul Gallagher, Michelle McBride, Shane Gleeson, thanks for your, your time here on Lunchtime Live today. I mean, like the extent of it is just pretty incredible when you hear what's going on uh, around the country. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.